Warning, warning. Warning. Prolonged listening to this show has been known to cause side effects such as excessive winning, making money, getting jacked, and loving life. Tune in at your own risk. And now, without further ado, welcome to The Spencer Clay Show. What is going on, guys? Spencer Clay's here, back with another episode of the podcast. So today's episode is, you know, we're going to be diving into some questions, kind of discussing, you know, life and business and all that sort of stuff. And kind of the theme of the podcast is, you know, there's this, this amazing book called Anything You Want by Derek Sivers. Great read. Definitely check it out. Um, one of the quotes that I really enjoy from that book is, when you're building a business, you're making a little world where you control the laws. It doesn't matter how things are done everywhere else. In your little world, you can make it like it should be. And so that's kind of always been my motivation for for doing a business and doing all this stuff is being able to do whatever the fuck I want be, just because I want to do it. Like it doesn't matter how things are done anywhere else. Like you can make things as they should be. You're building a little world. Like your business is your world. And I think a lot of people seem to think like, you know, business. They think business. They think corporations. They think, you know, all this. You know, having to wear a suit, going into an office and stuff, or even wearing any sort of like, you know outfit or and all that stuff but you, you don't need any of that stuff like um i've literally just operated out of my truck before that i had the toyota corolla as many of you guys know that story um like you don't need any of this shit you just need to provide people a result that they want and if you can provide that result for people they're gonna give you money like i remember reading a story about like imagine like you know you had cancer which sounds kind of horrible to say but like but imagine that there's a 12 year old kid that has no degree but they they found the cure to cancer they they found it would you would you disqualify them because they don't have a degree because they're 12 or that it took them three seconds to administer the cure? No, you'd pay them whatever the fuck they ask because they, they were able to provide you the results. So none of that other shit matters. So, and, and you wouldn't care if they had a uniform. So keep in mind the, the result that you're providing to people. That is all that you should be worried about is providing an awesome, amazing result. And I think if you, if you focus on that, then the customers are going to come, the money's going to come. And especially if you're doing whatever you want, um, life gets pretty sweet. Like, Dude, I'm just, I'm telling you, like, life is awesome. And I'm not trying to be like woo wooey today because, you know, last week I had, you know, I was paying taxes. I was like, fuck this, this kind of sucks. But um, I just kind of, I realized, you know, life is suffering. Like, we are just put here to work. We're put here to do things, build things with our hands. And I think if you can really embrace the fact that life is a lot of hard work, I think you can get a lot more enjoyment out of it, at least for me, because. You know, if if you go into it with like the Buddhist mentality of like life is suffering, which I think, yeah, it's Buddhist, um, everything else from there is up. Like if you're like, shit, well, I have food, you know, I'm, I have a roof over my head, I'm making money. Because um, I, I think we've all, I think we all have, like if you have goals and ambition, like you kind of, I know I struggle with like gratefulness because like being grateful is is important, but I mean, we all, we all want more. We want, we want to get bigger in the gym. We want to make more money. We want all these things. We want a bigger truck. We want all this stuff. And I don't think that's wrong to want that stuff. But I think, you know, obviously we need to be grateful for, for what we have. But, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting more. But anyways, guys, um, we'll, we'll talk a little more about that. But I got some good questions that I kind of wanted to dive in. Um, the, the one that kind of prompted that whole thing was I got a good question, which I get this one a lot. Is, you know, just curious, like, what what is the kind of plan for you? Like, what's the future of your business look like? So I get I get this question a lot. You know, what do I, what am I doing here? Kind of like, what is my story? Um, a lot of you guys know, you know, I kind of started doing this business, like the roof and gutter thing. I just literally just one day I woke up. I was like, fuck, I need to make money. I'm not going back to making 
I was making like 12 bucks an hour at the time. I'm like, I'm not going back to that. So I immediately, I went out, bought a pressure washer. The next day or that, that same day, I cleaned my dad's um, sidewalk driveway. And then the next, I took those pictures, started running ads on Facebook. And then the next day I went door to door and started making money like that, that next day. And I think for me, that was one of the hardest times of my life. Like waking up and having no prospects, like being like, okay, I've, the future is so uncertain. But um, being able to go out there and make that money just gave me such confidence because I knew that no matter what, no matter what the fuck happens, I will be able to control my life. I'll be able to make money. And that, that gave me a lot of peace of mind. And knowing that it was hard, knowing that I could go through it, um, which which for you guys, like you're going to see like when you're when you're doing your business, there's going to be ups and downs. But without the downs, like what the fuck is the point? Like if, you, if everything was easy, none of this shit would be, we wouldn't enjoy any of it. So you should really embrace the struggle, embrace the hard um, I don't know why I can't keep coming back to the struggle and the suffering, but um, like I said, I had I I have to pay like you. I mean, if you're doing this, you have to pay like quarterly sales tax, um, which sucks because you can't write any of it off. It's literally just like I had this much business, I'm paying this much like ten percent in tax or wherever you're located, unless it was you know some cash that you you found. Like I don't know, I just found this cash. I don't know where this came from. So. Uh, do without information with what you will. So, but any, any sort of electronic payments, obviously definitely do the right thing. Claim those on your taxes because you don't want to get fucked. But anyways, yeah. Cause I, I get that question a lot too about sales tax. Um, this is an interesting one. Do you ever wonder what would have happened if you would have said no to cleaning roofs? This is from Victor. He commented on a, one of my YouTube shorts, you know, I think where I told the story of like when I first started doing roofs. Because, uh, like I said, I, I was doing driveways, and then I remember I kept getting asked, like, "Do you do roofs? Like, do you do roofs and gutters?" And I was like, "Yes." Like, even though I had I never really done a roof before, I'd done my dad's before. Like, you know, he made me get up on the roof when I was since I was a kid. Um, I pretty much always done the chores around the house because I mean that's what kids are for, right? But um, yeah, <laughs> the garbage, you know, cleaning anything. Like, I, I remember like summers, like we just, like when we had summer vacation, it was never like this joyous event. I remember my dad would literally leave like a fat list of like chores that we had to do. Like we had to weed the entire gardens, like clean everything. Like, um, I, yeah, I remember pulling weeds was like a big part of my childhood. So if anyone needs any fucking weeds pulled, I got you. But which, yeah, that was, that was another thing I did in college. I would do like little landscaping and stuff. So, I mean, I know a lot of you guys have like landscaping businesses and that's awesome. I think if you can find a way to scale that, so you're doing like going back every week or so and not charging per hour, charging for the result, kind of like we talked about at the beginning, it's super important because um, then then you're not constrained by time. Then you're only constrained by giving people results. So the faster you can get that result, like if you can clean a roof faster or if you can mow a lawn faster, you're going to make more fucking money, which is how it should be. Like it literally blows my mind, like all these, like every business, like every company out there, you know, they pay their workers by, by the hour because, you know, they do not want to, to pay you what you're worth. They don't want to pay you the scalability that you bring to their business because you already know, like this is like this from some reason, this is a super hard concept for most people to grasp is that when I'm working, I'm making over a hundred dollars an hour. Like yesterday I did a roof job in like literally an hour. It was the easiest fucking job I've done in a long time. And it was 300 bucks and he, he gave me a tip and it was like, so it's like, I'm literally making $300 an hour to provide that result. And if I like back in the day, I remember charging $17 an hour to do people's landscaping. Imagine if I did that yesterday, I would have made 20 bucks to do a roof. And there are people that would do that. Like people that would, would work per hour. So 
I mean, we all know this. We, we all know that working per hour is not the way. Like having a job is never going to make you any money. Um, and it, it just keeps you, it keeps you lazy, keeps you like, cause you have no incentive to work harder. I remember when I was working a job, like it, it just infects all of us. Cause we, you, and we, we human beings are really good at noticing like when we're spending energy on something. So like if we're being paid, let's say 10 bucks an hour, we know that they're getting an hour of our life, an hour of our life force for energy, if you will. So we want to, we kind of subconsciously want to conserve as much as we can, which I know that this, this might be a weird way of thinking about it, but I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, yeah, I remember like even when I was, cause I consider myself a very hard worker, but when I had a job and I was only being paid pennies, like I, I was going to work as lazy as I could. And I don't think that's like bad. I think that's literally just like human nature. You just, you're just designed to conserve energy. So for anyone who's, who has employees, I would think, how can you incentivize them to yeah make more money with, when they actually do more work? So how can you capitalize on that? So I, I think paying people based on like, you know, percentages or poor, for the job is actually is probably a better way to go about it. Then again, you know, I don't have employees. I don't really plan on it. So kind of like the question earlier about, you know, what am I doing with my business? Um, I kind of made that decision a long time ago. I never really wanted to have like a big corporate business. I never really wanted to be like the next roof cleaning empire, which I you, you probably totally could if, if I wanted to. Like that's, that'd be a huge business out here. Like every roof needs to be cleaned and everything needs to be washed every year, like all the time. So, but you know, I just never really, it never really appealed to me to have employees and all that sort of stuff. So for me, like, like I love doing this. I love writing books, going on podcasts, uh, making YouTube videos. And you know, that's really kind of fired me up. And so, yeah, that's kind of my goal is to put everything online, keep the roof cleaning business as kind of just like a cash cow. And then whenever I don't need to do it anymore, which I'm honestly kind of there. Like I, I do roofs mostly just for fun now. Um, I mean, not for fun. That's, that's, that's silly, but I also really enjoy what I do. Like I've said before, um, a good, you know, good judgment or good way to judge, like how much should I make on this job is like based on like, would you do it for free? Like, that's obviously not, that's kind of out of the question, but, um, I don't remember where I was going with this, but I'm doing a, doing a job next week. It's like 2000 bucks. And I was just, I actually threw that number out. It was the, I don't want to do it price. I didn't actually think he was going to say yes, but um, then I looked at the fucking Zillow and it turns out it was like a $3 million house. So I kind of fucked up there because I have another rule where if you kind of want a baseline of like how much to charge for a roof wash, you should do like 1% of the of the house price. So if the house house is worth 600K, probably charge 600 bucks to clean that roof. If it's like a, it's, if it's in a trailer park, it's a $300,000 house, you know, probably looking at 300 bucks, but this is a $3 million house. So I probably should have said or could have said at least 3000 so if he said yes way too quickly, I was like, fuck, you know, I fucked up there. So um, if anyone ever says yes too quickly to your price, you're not charging enough. So always keep that in mind. Like, and that's something that even I today, I'll, I'll fuck, fuck that up all the time. Cause you know, you get to a roof, you get you, or you get to a job and you, you look around like, oh, this really isn't that bad, you know? And then that, that kind of inner voice kind of, kind of starts talking, ah, oh, well you cut these guys a deal. But I mean, I'll cut people a deal. Honestly, I'll cut people a deal if they're like, if they're, older lady or something like that or you know like this lady the other day she she gave me a, a story she just took her cat to the vet for like 700 bucks she had no money and her roof was kind of fucked so i was like honestly honest and she was the next door neighbor of like a roof i'd already done that was super easy so i was like honestly lady i'll, I'll do your roof for 100 bucks like i normally don't cut deals like that but you know she was super old she had a walker 
Um, and you know, but but that's the thing. You know, I, have, I have my own business. I can really do whatever I want. I still did it in like an hour or so, so yeah, like a hundred bucks an hour. But um, anyway, so I know I just kind of babbled out a lot of information, but um, having a good time. Just drank a bunch of coffee, so if you can tell, my energy's pretty solid. But let's look at some more questions. Um, Gabriel says back is looking extra huge. You need to drop the program. Yeah, so I've, I've been I've been kind of working on the Mike Menser type of workout split. So I've been doing a lot of shorter, like more high intensity workouts. So one thing that Mike Menser was famous for, he trained like, you know, back in the day, he would train with, um, or was he trained by Vince Geronda? I mean, he was part of that whole older era. Um, but he was, he was one of the, the more in intellectuals. Like he, would, he was always trying to push the envelope, seeing what was possible. So he would actually train very minimal his whole thing was intensity. Like you need to force growth by either you can either do, you can e do either, or you can do long workouts. Like a lot of bodybuilders will just go to the gym for two hours, three hours a day. But he, he was saying you should push the muscle as as much as you can in a shorter amount of time. So he would do really intense workouts. So you need to force growth either way. But in his opinion, he really liked doing the shorter workouts, which I've kind of adopted as well, because I mean, shit, that sounds way better. Just work out harder for a shorter, like that's, and that's pretty much what I've been doing. I work out, you know, four to five days a week, usually around 45 minutes, like nothing crazy. He, he even said you could work out shorter, but just doing like, you know, back day, chest day, legs and arms. So just kind of rotating those and, you know, always paying attention to how I feel. Like some days I'll, I'll wake up and I, I think you really need to know your body because I know a lot of people say like, you know, you don't work out when you feel like it, but there are certain scenarios where like, if you've actually like your muscles do not feel like it, they're not recovered enough. You totally shouldn't be working out that thing, but you can work out something else. But I think, um, I don't want to tell like a beginner that like, Oh, work out what you feel like. That's not the greatest advice, but if you, if you're more advanced, like I know like, okay, the other day I benched, like I'm benching like 315 for reps and it's been four days and my, my chest is still trashed. Like, you know, I'm not going to train it. You know, it's just not a smart thing to do. But that really comes when you're actually putting some serious volume on. But, um, okay, yeah, so there's some workout questions there. Um, one guy says, how old do you have to be to work this job? Um, it doesn't really matter. Like we said, um, that kind of ties in earlier. It doesn't really matter how old you are. If you can provide someone a result, they're going to pay you the money. So definitely have some some confidence with it. Um, that was, oh, yeah, there was another comment. I can't seem to find it right now. But he said, how do you get the confidence when you have a Toyota Corolla getting jobs? Something along those lines. Because like, you know, like I said, that's how I started. Um, well, first of all, you should probably park around the corner if you're like knocking doors. Like don't let people see it until you've booked the job. Like I wouldn't roll up into someone's driveway and be like, hey, do you want, can you, do you want me to clean your roof? Um, if, if you're going door to door. If you've already like, if you're already doing roofs, I wouldn't worry about it. Like if you're already like running Facebook ads and people see, see your ads and like, okay, this guy does a good job. Like I remember when I, when I had my shitty car, like I would run the Facebook ad and people, they didn't see the car. There was, they weren't hiring me because of my car. Um, so it didn't matter when I, when I already booked the job, I would show up in my car. I remember showing up to a $1,300 roof wash and it's like literally like half the value of my car at the time. Um, and, but you know, did he care? No, like he just wanted his fucking roof cleaned. So but um, like that being said, you know, I, I know I've said in the past, like you should have a nice truck. If you like, as soon as you make the money, you should be putting on those. Like I have monthly payments for my truck. Like I, I look at that as an, as an asset. It's going to be something where I can just have it. And 
you know it makes it makes me money so it's not it's not something that's i know because like cars are technically a depreciating asset but this makes me money it's not a fucking sports car where i'm driving around and pouring money into something that that's not making me money so that's something that i like to say um victor victor again says well said bro on the competition video um let's see this guy says um something a couple interesting things always get some weird comments like if you guys want to get a hold of me um yeah some of the longer youtube videos you can definitely comment on those or send me an email um but how much was it to oh yeah, the llc so i've been getting this question a ton so we'll, we'll, go, we'll go into this in another video the llc taxes and such um because yeah all that stuff is important um even though you know a lot of people start maybe potentially a younger spencer clays when he started maybe he wasn't licensed and all that stuff in the beginning when he first did his first couple of roofs but i don't know that's neither here nor there I will always say, just get after it, start making that money, and then you can start um, making those decisions. Like if you know, getting the license, getting the paperwork, because um, you know, definitely be legit. Definitely make sure you're a solid business, but don't let I wouldn't let that hold you back from making money because that making money is the business. Like that's the most important part. It's not your logo, it's not your website. It's are you making money? Like that is what a business is. So. With that being said, guys, I think that pretty much wraps up today's episode. I know we kind of covered a lot of ground, but you know, these podcasts are really just kind of me just like screaming into the mic for as long as I want. And, um, but you guys don't have to be here if you don't want to, but either way, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Spencer Clay show. That's all for now. See you in the next episode. Peace.